Like what I'm seeing from Bam, it'd be nice if Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, if Jalen Brown could get going. Yeah, uh, I, I, I need a lot more from him. He's got two points, and that's it. Yeah, he's missed a couple. Uh, that 34 and a half for PRA is looking, uh, it's looking less and less likely by the minute. Yeah, I think I think we'll be all right. We got plenty of time, but uh, not the start that I was hoping for. He's right now one of four from the floor, and he's got no points. Or he's got two points, no rebounds, no assists, and he's got a foul. So, uh, not a great six minutes for Jalen Brown to start this game. No. That's always a concern with game ones. You know, you, you just you want to kind of almost get a feel-out period where I, I want to see yeah. how these teams are going to play each other early yes, on. Yes, I, I totally agree. Because, like, did you go into the game last night going, oh, yeah, the Nuggets are going to roll over the Lakers in the first half? What I thought was, uh, what I was wrong about was, remember we all kind of thought maybe under PRA for Jokic or PR for Jokic mm-hmm. or something? And, like, what was that stat line? It was ungodly. It was uh, it was absolutely disgusting. Oh, you stats? Yeah, it was what 34, 21, and fourteen. So yes. like, just 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 crushed his PR, his PRA, his PA, his P, <laughs> all of it. Um, PU for <laughs> anyone who had the under on him. Yeah, well, look at you. Good job. Thanks. Thirty-four, Thanks. twenty-one, and fourteen for Jokic last and night. The, the the most ridiculous part was that he had sixteen rebounds in the first half. And the Lakers yeah. had 13. Yeah. I went over on the rebounds and the assists, but the points, like, that was dead going into the third quarter. And then he didn't score, actually, to start the fourth quarter yeah. for, like, the first eight minutes. They kind of shut him down. AD so finally wait, shut him down. Did you take it in a bunch of different ways? So I went, well, I got talked into the assists last minute, uh-huh. nine and a half. I ended up grabbing the rebounds. And then points. What was the rebound number? Uh, 14 and a half. Okay. Points was 28 and a half. I went under on the points. Big uh-huh. mistake. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they made the right adjustments, kind of shut him down there in the fourth quarter, but. When he hit that buzzer beater, that was like you said, over AD. Insane. Like, what does AD even do? There? It looked like he was just th- heaving it up. And yeah. I was like, what a garbage shot this like, is. Like, the way that he just, like, lifted it over his head. I, I mean, his wingspan is, like, 10 foot. But still, man, there's nothing that... Even AD's the best defensive player in that series. There's nothing he could have done. He just kind of looked he and put his heart. He's like, what when am I, I wa- supposed to do about it? 7'3 wingspan. Crazy. When, when I watch Nikola Jokic play, I see passing, like, Arvidas Sabonis and Bill Walton. I see running the floor like a big man, like early Shaq, like in Orlando Shaq. Not got fat and older Shaq later on. That just pushed people around. Not Sun Shaq. And then there's almost this like Dirk Nowitzki, Larry Bird with the shooting where you just go like, he got the best of all the best traits. Okay, he's not a great rim protector and he's not a great defender. Who plays defense anymore in the NBA? Like it, it doesn't even matter with what he's able to do. It's just like there's, we have, he's by far the biggest He's the biggest star and the best player in the playoffs. He has been the entire playoffs. Yeah. But yeah. now more people are seeing it because there's fewer eyes on Devin Booker or the Warriors or any of the other stuff. There's no distractions. Now we get a chance for him to be out there for everybody to see it. Yeah, and he looks really good. He does. Nine nine foot three standing reach. So if he jumps even like uh, over a deck of cards that's Which is like pretty much as much as he yeah can jump, nine so. foot five like what do you really <laughs> yeah. do there yeah. you can't really do a ton yeah so i mean that's that's kind of the way the cookie crumple crumples you know when it was i was thinking about this because uh they traded nurkic uh denver did to mm-hmm. portland and at that point Jokic had not really separated himself from nurk it was like we have two big eastern european white guys that are our centers they're not functioning well together right. and I was like wow they really traded the guy that went earlier than this Jokic guy in the draft to Portland wow we really got a steal we gave them Mason Plumley. uh like we really won that trade <laughs> and I feel so so dumb for but saying Nurkic that. hasn't been bad no he's, he's- co- 
He's, he's okay. just not Nikola Jokic. Well, I mean, it's tough to compare. Like it's a, rebounders. it's a chasm between yeah. them. Yeah, but it could have been worse. I mean, he could be somebody that's out of the lead. I mean, Yusuf Nurkic is at least a, a good We're starting him. big. We're trading him this year. You think you're moving him? A thousand percent. What is Portland going to do with Everything. this pick? Everything. Everything. We're going to move it for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, like, it was either Victor yeah. or nothing. Yeah. That was the only way that Portland was going to keep that pick. A thousand percent. Like, that was just, I mean, there's just no other option unless you're going to trade Dame. And I don't think Scoot Henderson's, like, that good. I don't think Scoot Henderson and Shaden Sharp are some sort of, like, backcourt of the future. Right. I, I don't believe in, in Scoot Henderson. I don't believe in him. Can't, he could not shoot. shoot the three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's kind of important. It's kind of important. That's really important as a guard. Like, that's a as really a, big deal. And he's only 6'2". It's not like yeah. he's 6'5". Yeah, and we always say, like, well, he could develop a three-point shot, but that always takes years, man. Like, John Morant still hasn't really – I mean, yeah, he had a couple nice shooting performances. Well, he's missed a lot but... of games because he's been injured and suspended. So, you know, well, right. guy needs more time. He's not a good three-point shooter, never has been, probably yeah. never will be. Right. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is the only guy that's, like, got a, not has a three-point shot who is so good on both sides of the court that you could say you can build a franchise around him. Because it's interesting. If you look at now where the order is, right, you say, well, if nobody traded, Brandon Miller makes sense at number two, and he's kind of jumped up now. He's still he not stinks. the favorite. He's plus 110. We know you hate him. He stinks. But he makes sense. PJ in, texted in me last night. You guys are gross. Did you guys text <laughs> PJ? And and did you guys text talk to Chase Kitty? Did, yeah. I had so many people trolling me uh, last why? night. Oh, hey, yeah. Portland. Portland's going to oh, yeah. get Brandon Miller. Oh, yeah. We're not keeping so, that pick. So yeah. I was actually going to bet that exact result, and I said because I know that Trista doesn't want Brandon Miller, they're going to get the third overall pick, and it was 9-1. to one. Really? I went to hit send, and I went to hit send on the Spurs, getting number one overall, which PJ plus did, six plus 650. 650. Yeah. And as soon as I did it, the, they both got taken off the board. Oh, and I was really? so mad once I saw three and then one. And it was right there. I was so pissed. But I don't think – I think you're going to luck out. I think I think Brandon Miller's going number two. I mean, yeah. he's a 6'9". Wing yeah. defender. It's exactly thirty nine percent of his. It's what threes. the Hornets need. It's exactly what they need. And right now, I mean, it's it's different in different places. But I mean, for him to go number two, it's a plus one ten. It's moved back a little bit. It dropped. It was a plus one fifty. Remember, like during the show, and I said, "Oh, jump on this now, yeah, because this is what's going to happen." It was plus one twenty five on some other books right before the show. So that's that line has gotten much worse. And it went down. I think to I've seen it as much as like minus one fifteen. It's back up to at plus money, MGM, at least a It's bit. minus one hundred five. Yeah. So not great value. Uh, I do think Scoot does go three, but what Bill Ryder said is intriguing, which means maybe we want to take a stab at somebody who's more of a long shot to go, like maybe like Amin Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. I think he's four to one to go three. You, you kind of have to almost play the game of who's going to trade up and then who are they going to take, which makes you say, like, the, you're going with a, a, a Thompson twin, and that may be I where the, that, they're they're bigger too. Like, I think the Thompson twins might be better than Scoot Henderson. I kind of they also Six, they have seven? size. They have the size, and they can play the one and the two. I think the Thompson twins, at least Amon Thompson, could be better than Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller can't move his body. His hip hips his hips don't, his lie, hip don't lie, like Shakira <laughs> tells you. His hips don't move at all. It's like a Ken, it's like a Ken doll over there. <laughs> he literally just, he just literally straight. Look at me. This is me and Brandon <laughs> yeah. Miller both. Pixelated and frozen. Though. He can shoot though, and he could defend. Yeah. And, and he's six foot nine, and he has a seven two. Isn't he six seven? Though. Well, they have him listed at we'll six nine. That's a we'll lot. We'll find out. We'll find We're out. Find they, out. Have, they have him labeled eight at six, six nine eight and a quarter, and maybe you can go. All right, that's I, close enough. I don't the know. The wingspan though. matters more anyway, defensively. Scoot says he's got that dog in him, and he's the most prepared player. He's the most NBA ready player. That's, Jeez, what, that's Scoot, what Scoot says. Yeah. He also said today he he thinks he should be taking number one overall. I don't like that. I don't like his vibe. I don't like it. Like, I just don't. 
I don't like that arrogance. And yeah. I, I think there's a fine line between, like, you have extreme confidence in yourself and you believe you should be the number one and, like, you're salty because there's a guy who's a generational talent that happens to be the same age as you that's probably the next second coming of something we've never seen before, an alien straight out of Mars. I mean, yeah, what you got Ahmed Thompson's what, plus 450 to go number three overall. I don't hate is it that. Osser? No, is I that how you say Osser? Yeah, I think it's so. Osser Thompson. Yeah, Osser Thompson, he's 25 to 1. So there, there's a difference between the two. Ahmed yeah, Thompson's sure. considered the better prospect. But, I mean, both of them, 6 7, you, you need. Look, we're seeing teams now go with bigger point guards. We're seeing, I mean, yeah. not in every situation, but if you've got an opportunity, plus you want better shooting. And Scoot Henderson, the, the lack Ugh. of, he shot, what, 29% from three, I yeah. think, in the G League? Like, that's that's yeah, not good enough. It's like a baby Trey Young out here. Well, what we know, too, is things jump around once you get the, you know, the workouts. The combine starts. You start mm-hmm. individual workouts on top of that. So it's better to kind of sit and wait. Maybe you'll get some inflated numbers. And yeah, then I think things, things will get change. Because that's when people start mudding the waters, too. Remember, like, you'll have these these pro days. And, like, for example, Damian Lillard, I think, went 90% from three in uh, oh, his yeah. Portland's pro day. And it yeah. was like, well, he's definitely going to this Portland. Guy, yeah, this, like, this guy going, can yeah. fill it up. So I think you'll have to watch for pro days, too, before. Uh, I think that the Brandon Miller, Scoot Henderson is something that you should bet now. Like, kind of like yeah. the Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then maybe wait for on. third overall, you're saying? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think maybe hedge and take some other bets depending on the pro days and what's shaking out from like remember this happened with us with paolo and jabari mm-hmm. you know we're gonna just keep an eye keep put your street your ear to the streets in terms of like who could be moving up what do you think ryan so if portland was gonna move up to three though they'd probably you mean portland huh no i'm sorry like if portland was gonna move off of three uh-huh yeah they would probably look at who though toronto Toronto would be a good look because Toronto needs could, a point guard. And they could move Siakam. They can move Siakam. And then you could pair and then Siakam could get, with Dame. And maybe the 12th overall pick they give us. We'll, we'll give you three. You give us 12 and Siakam. We'll give you maybe, I don't know, like somebody else on top of the number two overall pick. So you three, think no, they would go. Pick. You think Toronto would go point guard, though? I do. Don't you? Like, they need one. Van Vliet might yeah. be gone anyway. Yeah, Van Vliet, for sure. I mean, there's gone. talks about the Clippers still wanting maybe him this offseason. Yeah. There could be the Heat could get involved. One I mean, of the reasons that Nick Nurse got fired is because he was so stuck on Van Vliet. Whoever coaches Van Vliet, Van Vliet's gone. Yeah. I don't think he wants to stick around there. Yeah, so I do like the Scoot third. Right? Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. And it's like and it's you plus said, 165. You're getting a better number than Brandon Miller. I bet that last night still, but I'll, I'll probably go Scoot 3. Yeah, I think they go 1 through 3, obviously. Then I have no idea what happens after that. You know, we, we just went through this with the NFL draft where you look and go, all right, there's one team that kind of controls a lot of the outcome. And it felt like after the Carolina Panthers traded up, it was, is Houston going to stay where they are? What are they going to do? They can control so much of this draft. That's kind of where the Portland Trailblazers are now. Where at that third spot, there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be interested like Bill Ryder said earlier with us, the top five could have, two through five could have a lot of movement. There could be a lot of teams trying to jump up. This is a, a draft with a lot of lot of talent besides Victor Wembanyama. Not not to his level, obviously, but there's a lot of talent there that can be a guy that can, guys that could be starters relatively early in the season. There's a lot of potential there. So I think Portland does is really going to dictate what a lot of this draft percent. looks like. But 